My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Welcome to this week's edition of GeekPod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Lana. I'm Jack. Alright guys, let's get right into it. What's got you geeked? Oh, I have so many things this week, but I'm going to try to intersparse this throughout the program today. Um, first of all, everybody's probably noticed there's a brand new piece of equipment in front of me, along with all the other stuff we have going on on the table today. Um, I picked up a refurbished tablet this week. Uh, it came with a keyboard case and all that, and this is perfect for doing my notes. But Paul, there's a specific application I want to show you, and I'm going to pull this out of its case because, as people may or may not know, I have introduced Paul to reading digitally because that's how I read most of my comics, and using Perfect Viewer. You can stretch to fill screen and look at that. Oh my god. This is a 13 inch screen on this tablet. Wow. And sometimes you got to turn it sideways when it gets to the uh the, the, the landscape pages, yes. yeah. But that's awesome. Oops, I just shut it off. I didn't mean to. That's do okay. That. Isn't that beautiful? That is gorgeous. That is bigger than a comic book. That's right. That's the way it should be. Yeah, it's it, I picked this up uh, on Staples Online. What happened was my tablet started being wacky. It wouldn't charge. Uh, eventually, I did get it to charge shortly after I ordered this online. Whoops, sorry. My tablet just fell down. It smashed his phone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and what happened was it, I, went, I went looking for tablet deals. And what I found was a refurbished tablet. This is an off-brand, nothing fancy. Sorry, having technical difficulties here. We should really and have a tech guy for that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> wait, wait. You're a tech guy. Right. Uh, but I found this uh, it, was, it was like 50 or 60 bucks, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. E a it, it's a low-end tablet. It's, it's not super high quality. It's still a quad-core processor. Um, but it's just fantastic for the purpose of reading and for keeping my notes. I mean, I have other things for gaming. You know, I have an Xbox, a Nexus player, things like that. This is for work type stuff. It's got a quad core uh, 1.8 gigahertz processor, and that's perfect for those kind of applications. He's so excited he is about it. I'm so excited I just sneezed. <laughs> Maybe pooped a little. <laughs> you better check your pants over there. No, you can't edit that out. No, that doesn't start. <laughs> but I have all of my notes for the show on uh, this device. So that obviously has me geeked. Now there are some other things. I also picked up a, uh, a third-party uh, Google Cardboard VR headset, which we're going to talk about later in the show and do a little demonstration with. Uh, 
the big thing I guess that has me excited, uh, which is a throwback to last time we were here, uh, my what's gotten geeked was all about. Uh, no, it was in the news. It was all about you know Arrow and Stardust and the WWE. There was a development that in this week uh, when Stardust was wrestling this week, and he had uh, somebody down who was taunting them. I believe it was our uh, truth. Our truth. I just read this article. Yeah, Good and job, he uh, grabbed a mic and he said, "Our uh, truth, you have failed this city," uh, which is, if you don't know, something clearly from the Arrow TV show. There is obviously something going on there. So that has to be kind of geeked again to see that they are continuing this. It isn't just a, a kind of throwaway thing and they're going to forget about it. They're going to do something here. Um, and finally, uh, I don't know if we want to touch on this on the podcast or maybe we'll wait till another time, but I am sort of working right now. Really? Wow, bombshell. I would have expected to hear about this off mic. What corner but... are you working on? Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Already. You, you, think, like, you, think, yeah. you think I can do that? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can pull that off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen yeah, some of the people yeah. downtown? How much money you got? Hey, I got some money. Okay, I didn't expect you to go there. <laughs> um, Not for me though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what well, basically? I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this. My wife wife works from home. She works for a company called Rev.com. They do uh, transcribing uh, and captioning and things like that. She started off doing transcriptions and captions. Uh, eventually, they offered her a support role. So now she works on support. She takes phone calls through her computer. Uh, it's from customers, you know, helping with orders, um, pricing orders, uh, it, any kind of issue, you know, questions from people doing the captions. That's what she does. And it's a full-time job. She's got a full 40 hours a week and work up to 50. Um, I took the tests, and I've now been approved for captioning and transcribing, and I'm, I'm just starting. Congratulations. Okay, you know? Thank you. Uh, it, it's a little different. I'm not used to, to typing that, that quickly, but you know, I'm, I'm smart. I pick up on stuff quick. And they do have openings. They're going to be expanding their uh, support role. Now, I'm hoping, given the fact that I have eight at the, the phone store plus five at uh, an AT&T call center, 13 years of customer service experience and helping people with things, along with the fact I'm going to do a good showing and show them I can do the other part, the beginning part of the job as well. Uh, she's already talked to her boss, and they said send over his resume. So what I'm hoping is I'm going to be able to score a support job. What that'll be is 40 to 50 hours a week, um, $12 an hour, sitting at home with my wife and my child on the computer. It, it, that is just awesome. That's like it's living the dream. dream. Yeah, it, it is living the dream. It's it's a lot less money because there's no commission involved like I was used to before. But not driving, we don't need to be a two-car family anymore. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of expenses I can cut down on by not having to leave and go to work. So uh, I'm really hoping that this is going to work out. I, I'm pretty excited about it. And not not what I expected when I left my other job. But you're right. It, it's it's almost like the, the perfect stuff. Everything happened exactly the way it needed to to put me in a good position. Good. Good. So, not you. sure. I've only met you a couple times, but I'm um, seeing you today. You seem more relaxed, more at ease. I'm seeing more level. I like that. Met me a couple times. I, well, we've only we can't hang out after this. We There's a reason for that. I know. I know. I got a restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> You're messing up your tenses. You'll have a restraining order. Yeah, we hang out <laughs> after the podcast. I was there uh, last week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am definitely more relaxed now. I mean, with the stress of everything that was going on in my old job, on. So. You look great, man. Oh, okay. I think it's the Geek Pod shirt. Yes. It oh, really yeah. That pulls it out on you. But those are the things that have me geeked this week, Paul. 
That is a lot of stuff. I think we can just move on. No one else has to say hey, anything. Hey, you sneezed. It's you pooped a, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a big week. It has. Very, and you vacation too, or do you want to discuss that later on? Oh, the camping? Uh, or isn't there much to touch on? Just I, you got was, away. I got away. It was a nice trip. Um, I didn't catch any seagulls this time when I went fishing like Your I did vinegars. last year. Uh, oh, got some awesome vinegars at a little shop in Clayton. Uh, Thousand Island vinegars, uh, balsamic vinegars, uh, there's peach, mm. cherry, and espresso actually, which is uh, delicious on vanilla ice cream. Interesting. Uh, you wouldn't think so, but uh, I, I thought you tried. You did so try it. No, I didn't. One. Oh, can we do, like a, can uh, do a taste testing one episode? I, I suppose we could. I'm sure that would be compelling audio. I don't care. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> there, there's a vinegar shop in Fayetteville. I'm going to check out this week. I can give you their address. Sounds but no, it's cool because I was looking for ways oh, to uh, cut down on um, like salad dressing calories, and there's like no calories in vinegar at all. Mm-hmm. And usually, like your red wine vinegar and things like that, I mean, they taste good, but if you don't mix them with something, they're just kind of flat. Uh, imagine a, a balsamic vinegar that just bursts with dark red cherries, or a, a white balsamic with bright crisp peach. Uh, it's fantastic. I like the espresso one on vanilla ice cream. That just sounds amazing. It, it is pretty awesome. You wouldn't think it'd go together, but it does. It tasted it by itself. It's weird. Well, it tastes like vinegar and coffee, but that sounds grosser than it actually is. <laughs> well, I, I think vinegar, uh, like like salt, tends to bring out the beefy flavor of beef. Vinegar tends to bring out the the flavors of things it's paired with. That's why there's vinegar in almost every salad dressing. Uh, vinegar is is not something we should be discussing on Geek Pod, folks. I agree. Alright, good talk. Well, it's something <laughs> thanks, that Lana. you've been extremely excited about. You won't even let anybody else put it away. Don't trust them. So. He went his vinegar. <laughs> Lana. What's got you geeked? Okay. I'm geeked about the new season of Face Off. Now, for those of you who don't know what Face Off is, it's a show on sci fi where they take a group of effects artists, special effects, and they give them some inspiration and a task, and they have to complete this task within the given time, and then the makeup that they've done will be judged by Glenn Hetrick, V-Nail, V-Nail, <laughs> no, I've, I've got this all mixed up. So the phonetic write-up didn't really work out? Well, she... It's it's there. It's there. I'm just confused about what I wrote. I have Neil Patrick Totopoulos. And is that not who it is? No, that's not. It's Neville um Page. Neville Page. It's because it's because you asked me yesterday who the third judge was and I uh, said Patrick Totopoulos because he does guess sometime and he used to be the third judge on the show. But what happened, Lana, is I said Patrick Totopoulos and you just wrote the words and then continued writing whatever you were writing. <laughs> um, which is not how things Hey, I'm doing a lot better than I was last time. How many seasons has the show been going on for? Nine? Yep. Wow, really? It sounds like it's a successful show. Okay. It's a good show. I enjoy it a lot. In fact, didn't they win an award this year? I don't know. Uh, Critics' Choice, I think. But it's it's the reason I got into special effects makeup. You said it's going to be in the fall. Like, what day and time will this be on? No, it's on now. Oh, it's on now? Yeah. Huh. What day and time? Thursdays, I think. Okay. Time, I'm not sure. I DVR it. I don't know when. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, can't we tell don't you know how our time. Real <laughs> stuff is anymore. Yeah, but okay. they started the first episode, 
by giving all this group of special effects makeup artists, um, they told them to create a alien type creature, but they have to incorporate two different models like into the same creature, and they have to take inspiration from stuff that they got in a museum. I can't yeah. remember which museum. It was like a historical muse museum. As opposed to a pantaloon museum. <laughs> Where my oh, family yeah. comes from. <laughs> I believe it. I come from the Smithsonian, Hugh, okay? <laughs> but that, that's what's got me geeked. That's very cool. That is a show I have not checked out. Face Off is awesome. It's one of the few shows we can watch as a family. When you said face off, I was thinking John Travolta and Nicholas Cage. Well, <laughs> I, I, I bet you're probably thinking about John Travolta through most of our podcasts. <laughs> no, Tom Hanks. <laughs> okay. What? There's no singing on Geek Okay. Red. But, Jack, what's got you geeked? You really want to know now after you made fun of me? No, I'm just messing. Um, no, it's um, something nice. Like, um, my buddy's moving to Atlanta, Georgia next week. Um, and we have been trying, like all my friends and I, trying to get together for one last time before you can leave. And tonight's the night. We're going to have some bonfire. Usually we sit around the bonfire till like 6 in the morning the next morning. We talk about alien abductions. We talk all about all sorts of things. Like, yeah, we talk all, all, all sorts of cool things. Why have we not mic'd him up on any of these things? Because I'll you know he's as fucking weird there as he is here. <laughs> oh, that, that's a great yeah. idea. Seriously, uh, we have to but go to Guitar Center and get what? like one of the the Tytac mics and yeah. everything. Yes. Cool. Can I get a GoPro? No. <laughs> Why? I'm not I'm buying not. a GoPro. Exactly. Why not? Wait. 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 No. No. Actually, I had one in Ocean City a couple weeks ago. No. No. <laughs> no. The point of a podcast is audio. There's no video involved. But just being with my friends has got me geeked because like we've been trying to get together for so long that we're always working or doing our own thing. But we're gonna have play a game called pool basketball, and we just have one rule: it's just basketball in the pool. You just can't splash in the face, but you can elbow, you can do all you want. So you can do bodily harm, but yes. you can't splash droplets of water. At Correct. Somebody. You know how I met my buddy's girlfriend? I elbowed her. I elbowed her in the face, and I gave her a black eye. <laughs> you know, this is gonna, this is gonna sound odd, but I'd rather get punched in the face than splash in the face. Yeah, I, I agree. Hate that. Exactly. It bothers me so much. Thank you, dude. That's typically when I punch people in the face. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. um. Or elbow them. Have you guys ever heard of the game cornhole? Um, I Not know what game. you mean. Do yeah. we want to know? <laughs> Just taking bean bags, throwing them across the way. Oh, I know. I've heard of that. I Not heard. that cornhole. No, no, I've heard of what okay. you're talking about. I got a buddy in Kulu, Florida who uh, now plays cornhole with his church group, which it's just the fact that he went down there is now part of the church group blows my mind. But um, but yeah, he posted pictures of him throwing a bean bag, and I saw it on his Facebook feed, and I was like, what the fuck? When you're drunk, nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other kind of cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe a little karaoke contest. Yours truly might do well. Is this the same one you were talking about in May? Like, you guys were like... No, that was a lip sync battle that you guys were going to do with your yeah. friends. I won that battle. <laughs> don't in, in my head. Don't brag oh, about oh, that. Oh. <laughs> don't. Just no. <laughs> Just being with friends one last time before we all like take the next chapter in our lives. Um, it'll be nice. Just seeing everybody again. That's got me pretty geek this week. As it should. Mine's fairly similar. Uh oh. Um, 
and I just thought of this because you were rattling on and on about that, because the one I had was actually about a comic book artist coming back to Green Lantern. <laughs> Ethan Van Skyver returns to Green Lantern for issue 43. Makes me very excited. EVS awesome. is a great guy, fantastic artist, and uh, that's where I discovered him was on Green Lantern originally. That was going to be what's got me geeked, but now, now that you've reminded me, my 20-year high school reunion is tonight. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Yeah. So I am uh, venturing out to the the large metropolis of Elbridge to uh, see all these people I haven't seen in 20 years and I haven't thought about in 17 years. So that's pretty got me geeked. Really? You're excited about that? I'm excited <laughs> because I'm pretty sure most of them still live in Elbridge. So I feel like I've done way better. Did you win any <laughs> senior superlatives? Oh, or, God, no. You know? They hated me and I hated them. You know, whoever was in charge of our, our reunion failed or something. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happened. I can't say that I'm, I'm really upset about that because I have no desire to go back there. See, it's funny you say that, Paul, because my um, valedictorian's already planned our 10-year reunion, and we get Facebook invites, and I just ignore them as much as I can. I don't want to do that. I've been ignoring mine up until last month when Kristen, my wife, went to hers. And I'm like, you know, it's not a bad idea. I'd like to see what kind of train wreck all these people have become. How many of them are in jail? Oh, I can tell you that, but that'll be off mic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's got me geeked. I, I, it's more of a curiosity as an excitement for it. But And it's in a bar, so you can't really go wrong there. Open bar? I doubt it. Oh. It's Elbridge, remember? Yeah, yeah. true. I didn't think Elbridge. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. So what do we have next on our plate? We have Hughes News. All right. Well, I can go right into that. Fantastic. Um, got a couple things this uh, week. I have four things to talk about, so let's jump right into it. First of all, it kilts me to inform you that Rowdy Roddy Piper has passed away at the age of 61. Um, yesterday, Friday, July 1st, around noon, he went into July 31st. Arrest. That's what I said, July 31st. Oh, said 1st? <laughs> you said July 1st. <laughs> well, I thought I said 30. I meant to say 31st. You, I'm sure you did. I can't wait to go back to the sound and actually see if I said 31st or 1st. I will isolate it out for you. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, around noon, he went to cardiac arrest while sleeping. Um, and this is sad news. It um, is. Beyond everything he uh, accomplished in you know wrestling and being one of the guys not to you know, end up being a drug addict or embroiled in many scandals or anything. He was just always him the entire time after he left. I Just good guy, still showing up every once in a while, still in great shape. I mean, for a while there, he got a little heavy, then he got back into pretty good shape. Um, starred in the classic They Live. Love that movie. Yes. Love that um, I've heard about it. I've never seen it. Yeah, and what, Welcome to Frogtown? Yes. yes. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Um, they Live, though, just, I mean, Great, that's, great movie. John yeah. Carpenter movie. John Carpenter. Uh, yeah, and John Carpenter had some kind words to say about him um, this morning on Twitter, actually. Uh, not that I noted those and wrote them down or anything. But yeah, it, it's pretty sad. That is, I, I saw that yesterday. It kind of hit me right in the field. 61. Yeah, way Th- too young. This is the guy that didn't do drugs and all that stuff and didn't weigh 4,000 pounds. He was in great shape. and oh. uh, it's, I'm still in awe by it. Um, I think I've told you guys about this on the podcast in the past. Um, my brother's friend used to be a professional wrestler. He's yes. trying. Guess who was at that house show one night? Roddy Piper? Yes. That's who I had to beer with him. And I was calm. I was normal. I don't believe that part. I ha- it was with legend, but um, he was like, "Do you want to have a beer?" We were just talking for a good fifteen minutes. Very down to earth. Very nice guy. 
spoke about his family a few times and just when you said it I think um, you thought it was a hoax when you first heard about yes. it when it came across on, on the Facebook feed I thought it was one of the bullshit hoaxes that you see all the time then unfortunately you see the rest of all the the alerts come in from the different news sources I, I was pretty bummed yeah <laughs> but on to other things the next thing on the list is welcome to the trailer pool uh, both the red band and green band trailers for Sony's Deadpool will be released on Tuesday August 4th that's Fox's Deadpool I'm an idiot sorry um <laughs> The Red Band has 17 additional seconds of footage. That is a lot of F-bombs or chimichangas, folks. Uh, I'm excited for this, considering what we heard about the uh, the trailer at Comic-Con. Uh, what are your thoughts, Paul? I'm very interested, much to my own dismay, because I think we already discussed at length my disdain for the yeah, character. You're trying really hard to disdain for yes. the character. I don't like the character, but I am actually quite excited to see the movie. I'm hoping that Ryan Reynolds gets a chance to redeem himself from his last outing with the character. But yeah. you can't really follow him for a script. Not really. So, you know, his his performance and delivery was spot on until they took away his mouth. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm excited too. I, I think the trailer is going to. It, it's gonna first of all for you, someone like you who's kind of on the fence about it. It's gonna give you a good idea of what what you're gonna expect, and I think then you'll really be able to make a, an informed decision on how you feel about it instead of going, I'm trying to hate this character, but. Because yeah, that's tough, because if you haven't really invested in the character and read it, you don't really... All you know is that he was everywhere and it got on your nerves. Yes. Which isn't really fair to the character. No, I agree. But you know what, uh... While we're on the subject of Ryan Reynolds, you know what else he was really good in? What? Green Lantern. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Don't be that guy. No. Don't be Laura. No. We saw the hate on the on the Facebook page. Yeah. Blake Lively's the only one that saved that movie. You are wrong, sir. Prove it. I can't. Wait, what's... Explain to me the the red band and the green band thing. That well, is a very good question. It is. Um, when they uh, release trailers, usually when you watch a trailer, it'll say... It'll have a green screen will pop up, and then it'll say what it's rated for general audiences, or PG, or even R, but it'll it'll say it'll be green, right? That's what you see in the theater. Yeah. That means that it's safe for all audiences. Even if it's a violent movie, they're not going to show any boobs, or swearing, or anything that would be out of any age group being able to watch it. Then we have something called a red band trailer. And what a red band trailer is, is it pops up all red, same stuff, but they can say anything they want to, show anything they want to. Now, if you remember when we talked about it uh, last week, I mentioned a red band trailer and how one guy apparently in the trailer said, your face looks like uh, Freddy Krueger fucked a topographical map of Nevada. That's not something you can say in a green band trailer. No, definitely not. Can we watch so. the red one? course. That's the better Yay. one. Always. I think it would be much more fun. Yeah. Much more true to the character. And it'll probably be the yeah. same trailer. Well, you never know. Maybe it won't be, but it'll probably be the same trailer with just those extra. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't. what I read, I didn't see that. We know that these, uh, they're exactly the same except for those 17 seconds of footage. They just said it's 17 seconds longer. Uh, so who knows? It could end up being two different trailers. Possibly. But I don't really see that happening. Well, right now, all they've seen is the FCC classification, so they know the red band is 17 seconds longer. That's all Gotcha. And this will be rated R, from what I hear? That's yes. what I'm hearing. Okay. So, as it should be, if yeah. you're going to do that okay. character correctly. Yeah, absolutely. Next on the list, sometimes it's okay to go daredevil to Jess Jessica Jones. It's been announced that Rosario Dawson's character of Claire Temple will be dropping into guest star on Netflix's Jessica Jones in the next in the series of the MCU connected uh, Netflix series. Um, that's kind of exciting because cool. that means that her her character is going to continue. Uh, everybody here now, I believe, is all you've seen Daredevil. 
half and half of it. Okay, Rosario Dawson plays the um, the nurse that helps him. Okay. okay, so her character is going to pop up on Jessica Jones. Um, they've also nailed down a premiere net date. They're saying by the end of the year, they're saying fourth quarter. Um, rumors are saying most likely December. Uh, I, I know that, uh, I don't know if it was Kevin Page, but somebody uh, in Marvel kind of came out and said they're looking at a, a new Marvel show about every six months is what they want Which to is do. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which leads me right into the final news story. There's a lot of Netflix stuff here, and I just want to say let's be Frank Castle about violence, all right? Uh, the former Daredevil showrunner Stephen Denise stated we should not expect R-rated violence from the Punisher's debut on the next season of Daredevil. Now, Stephen Denise isn't running the show anymore, but it's not like he left under any kind of a controversy. He just had other commitments. So one would assume, since it did so well, they're continuing the, in, in the direction they were on and with the things that they discussed. He's saying, think PG-16 instead. Now, if you go and look at the Punisher's past appearances... Um, whether it be Dolph Lundgren in the 80s, uh, Thomas Jane in the 90s, or uh, Ray Stevenson, in which was still... No, it was the 2000s, I believe, with Punisher Warzone. Um, they got more and more violent as things were. Actually, you can't even think about the 80s one, because that was just fucking weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, in the comic books, sometimes things do get very graphically violent. But from what I've read of Punisher as a whole... Not every issue has people's heads being blown up and eyes being pulled out and stuff like that. It does happen occasionally, but I think that a lot of fans say, oh, we want to see this on HBO. Well, I get that, and that would be awesome if it was you know, possible in the current environment, but I don't think going PG-16 is a bad thing. I think it almost might be better because it opens up the character more avenues, more places he can show up. The other thing is just because something is violent once in a while doesn't mean it has to be that ridiculously violent all the time. Daredevil was plenty violent. Oh, without a doubt. Holy crap. But they didn't pull out anybody's spine through their asshole or anything. Those are the best parts. Not in Daredevil. In Mortal Kombat, sure. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm into special effects makeup, so when, when, when I see lots of blood and guts, I can go... Ooh, that blood's not the right color. I did say that last night when we were watching um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Dead. Ooh. Which, by the way, we're going through all of the Elm Street uh, uh, movies in order, and then she is going to talk about them. Nice. I'm very interested because I have the box set. I have Freddy yeah. Krueger is. I have five me Robert Angel. There's blood on the ceiling, and it was too orange. It didn't look real. I think, what was it, the dream it was child awesome. that was rated X or something like that? No. No, no because like at one point, no, it was. like I think in Canada it had an X rating. I was like, what's X? Because like that nightmare scene. But it was just boobs. I know, but it was, it was like early mid-80s. I'd have to look into yeah. it. But no, I mean, all the movies had boobs in the mid-80s. True. Um, but those are good movies. But I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I think Punisher should be violent, but I don't think that you have to go HBO crazy. Or even though as much as I enjoyed Punisher Warzone... I don't think I'd want to watch 13 episodes of that straight. No. Where it was over... It was ridiculous violence is what yeah. it was. Yeah, ridiculous. Heads exploding and, yeah. You don't you don't need that. No. I'd rather they concentrate on creating a, a cohesive universe and a strong character and then he goes and shoots some people. Right. I want to see a compelling character first over ultra-violence. Absolutely. And that, folks, would be the news. Anything to add, Paul? Yes. So... Have you seen the reports, or am I stepping on our new segment by doing this? You might be. Should we run in right into Let's run right into that before I go to it. Yeah, so forget I said anything. Okay. Why don't we uh, give a a quick little introduction of what we got in mind here? Well, um, do you want me to do the intro? Okay. 
Uh, we've been kind of trying to find uh, a place. Yeah, every, as everyone knows, my uh, my daughter Lana has been you know sitting in with the podcast, and since our regulars don't show up, yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know Paul and I were discussing it, and you know having a thirteen year old girl uh, perspective on the podcast could be a really entertaining thing for us. Time out. What? Did you? Uh, no one else got to see that. It just registered with you how I old know she it was, did. didn't it? I yeah. saw it on your face. He's we like, had no idea. Wait, what? <laughs> you had no idea she's thirteen. No, I know she was thirteen. I thought you were saying your regulars don't show up at the podcast. Oh, no, I don't show you. up sometimes. Oh, you, you, you <laughs> were seeing the thought register on his face about 10 seconds after the dialogue was working. Oh, yeah. I was actually I knew she was 13. Because yeah. I was told watching me when we first him. met. No. Yeah. He still yeah. had a, a look of surprise. Yeah. She's a 13 year old living in a 60 year old body. Got it. <laughs> Did you say 60? 16. I've oh, been told I was going to say, wow, 18. that's harsh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but we, we've struggled to find a place for um, something that she can contribute to on a regular basis, rather than just sit there and you know go uh, um, throw out buzzwords like stutter. shipping. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like let's. You know, we were listening to the la- the last time's podcast on the way here, and she was cringing. You know how she sounded. So we worked on. We're trying to find a place for, uh, and I came up with an idea for a. A segment for her to do, since kids are always gossiping and talking, and that's kind of one of the things high school students are known for. I'm like, you know what? Why don't we pull the rumors out of the news and make them their own thing? Because there, there are times, and I, I haven't gone back and looked, but maybe my news consisted entirely of rumors. And I was like, you know what? I don't turn on, you know, the new, nightly news at six o'clock and watch rumors. You know, if I want that, you know, I watch Fox. But um, <laughs> maybe this is a good place to, to separate these two things. So, Lana, I would like you to take it away with Gossip Geek. Okay. At Friday's meet, the movie press, it was kicked around that Marvel Studios is looking at Emily Blunt for Captain Marvel. Many know she was in the running for Black Widow before Scarlett Johansson was given the role. Director John Favreau. Favreau. Favreau's first. She was, um... John Favreau's first choice to play Black Widow in Iron Man 2, but scheduling with Gulliver's Travels forced her to sacrifice the role to Scarlett Johansson. Mark Riley, co-host of the Schmoes Snow, states it's a done deal and Marvel wants her to play Car- Carol Danvers. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a rumor. I mean, Schmoes knows they've been right before on stuff. Okay, the next rumor. A rumor casts lists made its way around this week for potential casting supporting characters in the spider new Spider-Man films. The most notable being Billy Zane as the Vulture. I did hear that. They're skewing a little young there, aren't they? Billy I mean, Zane? it makes it more <laughs> realistic. <laughs> yeah, because isn't Adrian Toomes supposed to be like oh, a 70-year-old oh, guy? Oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> I mean, like I said, it makes sense if you want to want to actually be a formidable yeah. opponent. Yeah, yeah. You know, regardless, uh, I, mean, I saw this this story, and I thought to myself that that out of everything I saw, he's the one that kind of stood out to me. Because I don't know about you guys, but I love those. Yeah, the Phantom was a good movie. I, I like I, I like the Phantom. Uh, didn't even know it was a good time. What? Really? Really? You didn't no, know I mean, I, I did oh, okay. now, but I saw it years later, and I saw, oh, that's Billy Zane. Uh, my favorite movie he was in. Please say it. Please say it. Please Demon Knight. Yes. <laughs> Demon Knight. I love that First movie. place I saw him, uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. And I was just like, I want to be that guy's best friend. He's awesome. <laughs> yes. His character was so great in it. <laughs> that's another one we're going to have to watch. Yes. Oh, that's yes. that's God, many. so many movies. 
You guys should also watch Freddy's Nightmares. <laughs> They're they're corny, but they're good. Yeah, I don't know if that's available on DVD, is it? I don't know. Don't spoil anything, because she hasn't gotten to working at... Mm -hmm. ne the next movie is The New Nightmare, and that's The Mindfuck. Oh, that one is a good one. I'm so confused. You and Tamara were just, like, talking to each other, like, don't tell her about this Mindfuck. And I'm, I'm okay, well, Lana, Lana I've, been sa I've been saving this, <laughs> because I wanted to drop this while you're on mic. The next movie in the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, number one... You see some returning characters you never thought you'd see again. And number two, it happens in the real world. Really? Mm -hmm. The real world. I had to watch that one twice. So <laughs> I've watched that one 50 times. It's a good one. I'm probably, it's cool. I, Interesting, I, I, no? I'd probably have to watch it twice just because I don't comprehend sometimes. That's because you won't put your goddamn iPad down while you're doing anything. No, but I put it down. I ask her, hey, Lana, can you load the dishwasher? Sure, she's holding her iPad with headphones <laughs> on, watching it, putting stuff in the dishwasher. I'm well, like, the yard. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm changing my Spotify music. And then putting it yeah, down. Yeah. Anyway, Paul. Interesting note. That is the only Nightmare on Elm Street movie I've seen in the theater. Was New Nightmare. That was really? like 1990. Yeah. Nice. I believe I've seen everyone from the Dream Master Part Four, Dream Master on in the theater. Nice. Oh yeah. I like the Dream Warriors one. That was a good one. I was a little too young to go to the movie theater. Right. I wasn't I born. See that kind of movie. Was I born? But we're stepping um, all over your segment. Yes. Yeah, so. you are. Well, that that's kind of the point. You guys get, us get talking. talking. About it. Yeah. According to Latino Review, Jenna Malone has been cast in Batman vs. Superman as Barbara Gordon. Could Batgirl be showing up? It is also rumored that Callahan Mulvey will be playing KG Beast in the movie. Who? She, yeah. Callahan? 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 I looked her up a little yesterday. Don't I, don't, I don't know her too. You're, I'm sorry. you're talking about the Barbara Gordon one. I'm trying to figure out who the hell this KG Beast oh. actor is going to be. Um, oh. that, that's all I have for it. Um, okay. Um, we'll I don't know what Callum Mulvey is. Yeah. I mean, I saw something about KG Beast on comicbookmovies.com. Uh, oh, Wikipedia. Okay. Um, but yeah, the Batgirl thing. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I know that originally they said that she was going to be, they thought they were, she was playing Carrie Kelly. Mm -hmm. See, that would have been cool, too. Yeah, because it's still up in the air what we're getting for a Robin at this point, right? It depends yeah. on the Robin because it could be Oracle too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I think it might be Oracle. But if they if they cast her like that, they mean that means they can go back and they can have have her walking around before the killing joke. Um, I don't know who she is though. Who is? I looked her up yesterday. I don't what know. What was her name is. again, Lana? Um, the Barbara Gordon actress. Jenna Malone. That sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. And we go to dead air as everybody checks their devices. Um, Jenna Malone. He right. was... I think we have Wikipedia incoming. Another. We need a sounder. Yeah. I'm out of air, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Movie contact. Um, his American roles include Silas in 300 Rise of the Empire and Jack Rollins in Captain America the Winter Soldier. Jack Rollins. Who's that? Which one was it? Is there a picture? Oh, I know that guy. Oh, when you see him, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was the, the um, All the light crossbones. Crossbones' right hand man in Winter oh, Soldier. And, and Jenna Malone, she's been in the Hunger Game movies. 
Oh, that's why I don't know her. Who was she? Um, I don't know. Sucker Punch. Uh, she's also 30, which that says to me um, Oracle. I say Oracle. Not necessarily. I mean, it. But she could still, she could probably still play 20. Yeah. For uh, at least a couple movies. Yeah. Um, she was also in Ruins, which I really liked. Anybody see Ruins? No. no. Uh, starred the guy that played uh, Jimmy Olsen on Smallville. Finding Aztec Ruins. Nice. No, okay. Ashmore. Ashmore, Sean Ashmore, that's Thank right. You. Iceman's brother, or was it Iceman? Iceman. Okay. He was Iceman. I know they're both. When I read about her last night, it said that Sucker Punch was, um, got bad reviews. My brother loved that movie. I, I love it too. I haven't seen it. Me either. My brother but was obsessed with that movie. That makes a lot of sense because who made Sucker Punch? Grant Morrison. Zack Snyder. <laughs> Didn't you really? Yes. So that okay, I did not know that. that he, he's pulling her in. That does yeah. make sense. He's worked with her before. After, after that movie flunked in the box offices, she started focusing on her band again. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. It was you all know. about the music. Well, it, it, is it her band like an actual band or is it her band like, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves has a band? Right. Please no. Bruce Willis band. Is that it? Um, I, no, I think I have one more. Possibly in response to buzz created by the Suicide Squad trailer, the hashtag show has stated they believe a Thunderbolts TV series is being kicked around by Marvel for their Netflix shows. The Thunderbolts is a team primarily made up of villains. Well, that could be interesting. Did she say Marvel Comics in there? I'm not sure. Just so uh, yeah, we had the reference. I heard Marvel Comics. Okay. I mean, I always hear it in my head as soon as someone starts talking about it, but I'm not sure. You were really excited yeah, 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 over there. Someone says, hey, would you like fries with that Marvel, Marvel Comics? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's a really cool idea. And, I mean, it could spin out of Civil War because, I mean, we're getting Baron Zemo in Civil War, right? Yeah, I believe so. People say they're releasing images. So. You know, but does that mean they're going to spin out um, um, Dark Rain and things like that? Uh, that's pretty far-reaching. Yeah, would same. be really cool, but no, I, I don't see how they can do that without Osborne. And no. I, I know there's a cross promotion thing, but it's so not established. I mean, the only reason that the Osborne worked in Dark Reign is because he was like the Lex Luthor of of DC, and that with all that history and everything, you can't right. just introduce a new guy. I don't care who plays him; it could be the best actor on the planet. Introduce him briefly. And then roll into that. It, it roll into that. It just doesn't you can't. work. You almost need Secret Invasion to put him in the place he needs to be in. Yes. And, I mean, and now well, they can't do Secret Invasion as it stands because they don't have the rights to the Skrulls. Which completely oh. screws the pooch on that one. So, so that... Wow. Well, it seems like they're rewriting Marvel history for these things. Without a knows. doubt. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And you know, I'm kind of happy though because I hated the scrolls. I don't want to see the scrolls on, on screen. It was such an easy out. You do something with a character, they don't like it. Oh, well, come to find out it was a scroll yeah. portraying him, so it's okay. Same with those <laughs> life model decoys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same thing. Um, especially when you get like something like Super Scroll, which just looks like you took different parts of different heroes and stuck them together. And jammed them on him, yeah. Yeah, it just re maybe that was an appealing idea in the 60s, but now. Doesn't no, quite work. I'm sorry. Even in the 80s and 90s, it was super dumb. But now they've actually given him 
a personality. He is his own person, at least. Oh, is he? I have. Yes. I after uh, Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning got a hold of him for Annihilation, when they went with all the Marvel Cosmic stuff, they uh, they really fleshed the character out, made him way cooler. Does he still look the same? Um, he wears clothes now. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> an improvement. Yeah. But he's, I mean, you don't see, like, the big thing arm and stuff like that all the time. Like, it's just when he's using the powers that that gotcha. shows up. So the Super Scroll gained clothes and the thing lost them. Yes. It has charcoal poops. Yes. Charcoal poops. Charcoal poops. <laughs> I wish I, I don't know what that one is. Well, hey, hey, Ben, the fire's getting low. Can you come on over here and take a dump, please? <laughs> did you listen to the last podcast? Obviously not. Well, it did just go, was it last night or this morning? It uh, went at midnight on Friday. Yes. Oh, Because I saw it in my Facebook feed this morning. Nice. So, no, we did not touch upon the thing that we, I was asking about. Okay, fantastic. Go for it. The uh, possible first look, and I use look as in air quotes, at the MCU Spidey costume. I saw that, and uh, I mean, it was just a swatch of fabric, wasn't it? Or did I only see one picture? You saw that. That's the same one I saw, and that's absolutely meaningless. Yeah. But now they're saying there are reports coming out from someone who was on site who basically did a complete description of what it looks like. And what are they saying it looks like? Um, from what I've seen, they're definitely going with... And I, I never intended to talk about this, so I don't have the picture queued up. Okay, that's fine. Um, People can Google through it. Yes. Or maybe I'll even post it. I've been pretty good about actually posting the things I say I'm going to post on the show notes. Yeah, you told me notes. that. Did you see it on the website? No. Okay. <laughs> I did go back and check after that episode we talked about it. Okay. It looks very, very homemade. That's how they're going with it. Um, almost looks like a hoodie and like ninja pants. Sounds like kick-ass. <laughs> I'm not digging this description. I wasn't digging it either when I saw the picture. It looks awful, and I'm really hoping they're wrong. Didn't Dan, was it Dan Slot? Somebody came out and said that they saw the the costume and they were excited about it and it's something we've never seen before and people would be would love it. So Yeah, yeah. that's please the thing don't is, let it yeah. be a sweatsuit. That's almost what it comes off as but everybody that's seeing it and involved with it is saying, Oh well it makes perfect sense because this is something a teenager would be able to make and blah 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 blah. Oh God I, and that's I'm, that scares me. Well though is is it is it going to be his his initial costume, and then he's going to make another costume? I mean, they're not just going to run with a hoodie forever. No, of course not. What I think that what we're going to get is whatever this initial costume is, and this is what I was reading that's rumored, because also on the rumored cast list for Spider-Man, the neglected dimension, is Mr. Robert Downey Jr. Huh. So Tony Stark's supposed to have a big piece of this. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But wait, didn't in the last um in having trouble they didn't Peter Parker <laughs> make his costume in the last one? He bought like some spandex and made yeah the yep fucking amazing costume. Yeah, because you know when you get bit by a spider, apparently you also become a super seamstress. Yeah, <laughs> wait, you don't? 
I've never been bit by a spider as far as I know. Yeah, so I will go try I'll it. You know. Well, maybe he YouTubed it. <laughs> I, I, I YouTube that, how to fix my dryer and rewire a light socket, so sewing can't be that difficult. Right. I agree, but still. I mean, that was a pretty damn amazing costume that he would have sewed himself. It was. But back to the, the Robert Downey Jr. point. What people are theorizing is we get Hoodie Spidey in Civil War and a portion of the first Spider-Man movie when Tony Stark gets involved and says we can do so much better <laughs> what does he give him? The Iron Spider? Hmm. No. I think it would be cool for about 10 minutes on screen. Yes. That would be like wow that's really fucking awesome. Now make him look like Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah that would be I would hate for the Iron Spider to be our, our permanent Spider-Man for the movies. It can't be. I mean, it, with marketing alone, it can't be. You need the recognition of Spider-Man being Spider-Man. Yeah. And not to mention, if they're going to follow the comics at all, you know he gives that shit back when they have their falling out. Yeah. So. But it sounds... The, the funny thing is it sounds like this movie is starting where that falling out should be happening, so the next Captain America movie. So this is all sorts of... Oh, yeah. We're definitely not, and I, I'm going on record now and saying we are definitely not getting the Peter Parker reveals his identity like huge moment in Civil War because it will mean fucking nothing. Yeah. It's, it's Hi, you guys might know me from such places as five minutes ago when I started being a superhero. My name is Peter Parker and I'm Spider Man. <laughs> Ta da! Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we got the Spider Man reference in Ant Man, so he's yeah. already established. That that was that was cool. That yes. made me tingle. Wait, where? Your spider what sense was said, tingling? We, we've got, a, what do you say, we've got a guy in New York that can climb walls. Uh, they were talking about other um, superhumans. I thought they were talking about Ant-Man. No, they were talking about... Have you seen Ant-Man, though? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Good job. I'm pretty sure there's somebody else at the table who's not. What's up? <laughs> Let me guess, they weren't showing it in Ocean City, Maryland? No, I was on the beach the whole time. I can't blame you there. I cannot watch for that one. Exactly. But I will see it. Paul Rudd is the man. Keep going. Paul Rudd is the man. He is the man. He's a good actor. Wait, is it my dad talking? Um, You're talking about Ant Man climbing walls. Oh, I was just saying that they made a reference references. to um, a guy in New York and climb walls. Who was the other one? Um, what was the other one? Oh, a guy that came. He he was really small. He was really small. Yeah. Where where was that in the movie though? What scene was that? I can't it was remember. the end credits. No. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. No. Oh, we're it talking was about a in the thing. movie, yeah, proper. Yeah, who was speaking? Falcon. They referenced the Avengers. Yeah. Okay, it, it was Falcon. Falcon said it? Yes. At the very end, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, okay. but that's not when they referenced Spider-Man. Not when they talked about a guy who can climb walls? No, that was. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, at the end where Falcon's talking isn't when they reference Spider-Man. Okay. I can't remember uh, where, we'll where that research. is. This yeah. gone on long enough. We'll have to go see it again. <laughs> is Ant-Man, though, after the second Avengers movie, like, how far along is it? Like, do we know what the... I think they all, they all happen. It's chronological so okay. far. Something happens, and we've talked about it before, but I want to ruin it for you. No, you're fine. Um, that definitely shows that it happened after Age of Ultron. Okay, that's, that's all I need, really. That's fine. Okay. Well, actually, there's two when they reference dropping the cities on people. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I guess that wraps it up. How did you feel about uh, the first rumor 
I like it. God, gossipy. I like it. It did not sound at all like she was completely reading off of a, a note. Oh, well, that's we'll fine. work on that though. Yeah. We're gonna get it. You're coming along. You got a thumbs up. I am still waiting for my first thumbs up. <laughs> I'll give you a half one because you didn't reference toys in the basement. No, because we're the toys were upstairs. Right. I know. Yeah. yeah. All right. What is next on the docket, sir? So, I, w- I want to tell you about a little mishap from last weekend. That as soon as it happened, I was like, "Oh God, I gotta, I gotta tell the folks about this." So, it's quite clear that I have the little overlords. We have all the accoutrements outside. We have a little playhouse, swing set, and whatnot. Yeah. And um, the wife uh, asked me if I would move the playhouse for her. We we wanted to put it up on the deck so the kids can use it all the time. They're not standing in a mud pit. <laughs> Makes sense to me. So I said, sure. You know, it's it's one of those plastic step two ones that you know they can get inside and it looks like a whole little house and you can just spray it off when it's dirty. Yada yada yada. And there's a, quite a large opening in the back. I already told you this story, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I told Jack about it at lunch last week. Um, so I stepped through. I was just going to get inside it, lift it up, move it over onto the deck. Mind you, I am an overweight 38-year-old man. So everyone's aware. And uh, I'm all crouched down in there. And I'm, I'm prepping myself to move this. And this is in my side yard over by the swing set. And I feel something in the back of my neck, so I just swat it away, and it's a bee. And that's when I noticed that there are about three dozen bees buzzing around my head because there is a softball-sized nest built inside this. Yes. Um, I'm not a fan of getting stung. So, again, an overweight 30-year-old man um, leapt out of a playhouse (laughs) like flying like action star leap Um, and that's when gravity took over (laughs) I came crashing to the ground (laughs) in 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 a large loud thump that my wife heard over the din of a power washer that was being used and so I I I dive out of the thing and I do the whole tuck and roll like away from the thing and I get up and I'm swatting at bees and and Kristen's just looking at me she's holding the power washer still going off I think she's actually she's just there holding it like a soldier would hold the rifle at rest at this point yeah I'm pretty sure she was spraying the children at this point because she wasn't watching <laughs> and she just got her head cocked looking at me like what the fuck just happened and uh <laughs> She looks a little puzzled, so I come around and first, you know, I snatched the power washer away from her to destroy these bees. I, I went after them like it was my proton pack. <laughs> and and I, I shot the, the thing out of there and killed the bees and I saved the children's lives, yada, yada, yada. And um, she's still looking at me. So we shut the power washer off and, I'm, and I, I tell her the story about the bees in there. And something's not registering with her. She goes, so... If bees were inside, why were you jumping around behind it? I said, what do you mean jumping around behind it? I said, Kristen, I was inside it. And I dove out. I've never seen a woman fall on the ground laughing before. (laughs) She did not realize I was in it. From her point of view, all she saw was the playhouse, 
the house kind of popped in the air a little bit, apparently, <laughs> and then a fat man comes flying <laughs> from the outside. <laughs> She thought I was on the back side of it and was jumping around. So when the connection got made that I was inside a tiny playhouse and I left out of it, she could not hold in her laughter anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, I just got feeling back in my left shoulder yesterday. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't raise my arm over my head. I felt like I had the shit kicked out of me. But by I can safely report. Yes, by a playhouse. I can safely report. I did not get stung once. Wow, that's yes. impressive. May have broken my ribs, <laughs> but I did not get stung. So I, I just I felt that was something that definitely needed to be shared with the legion. You know, getting old sucks, and it's stuff that wouldn't have hurt us years ago. It certainly does now. Yeah. I, I had an experience like that yesterday. Not to. Uh, I can't upstage that story. That's awesome. <laughs> but I was going to bring this up anyway. We went to uh, Wonderworks for the first time yesterday. Never mm-hmm. been there. Um, mm-hmm. They have summer prices right now, uh, so it was a lot more affordable. They have this thing where... Have you ever been to Wonderworks? I have not. I wanted oh, yeah. to go. Okay. They have this thing where there's two feet on the floor, and they have... Basically, you can jump up and measure how high you can jump, which is dumb for me anyway because I'm a big guy. Uh, I decided to do it anyway. Now, I went and got new sneakers at uh, Fleet Feet because of my... Uh, plantar fasciitis and you know, my feet have generally hurt a lot uh, the past couple weeks my feet have been feeling so much better I'm not waking up in pain anything like that um, yeah I don't know if I undid everything but I just tried to do the jump thing yesterday um, landed on my feet was like oh ow, that was a bad idea today oh my fucking feet are killing me again so uh, if you're fat don't jump if you're fat and you have uh, problems with the feet don't jump at Wonderworks it's a bad idea but uh, yeah tell you you jumped like Five feet, yeah, ten inches. Thing, I think it's because it judges on how much pressure comes down on the footprints. So, so it, it thought that I, I landed as if I jumped five feet five <laughs> inches. That's wow. great. Now yeah. I feel worse about it than I already did. Thanks, Lana. You're welcome, Dad. You know what? It could be worse. Hey, this what? is the first time I've been able to make it. You could have been writing One Direction fan fiction. I could have. Say what? You know, I'm and I punch you. And, and I, I promised to tell you what that was about, and I yeah, never did. I remember that now. Yes. All right. Oh, I want to. But now Jack's here, so he so can't bad. do that. I don't know he what you're talking about. See, yeah. you should listen to the episode. I should. <laughs> Can I have cut both of your heads off? See, my head gets to live. If anything ever happens to us, we have proof. Lana, you, you, you get a quarter of the way through our head and then... Get distracted by something. Just take one head and put the other head on the other body. And I'd have time to crawl away and call 911. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just call Harley Quinn. Oh, snap. She's not real. Shh. Wait, she's not I just crushed Laura on that one, too. Wait, she's not real? I she oh, was speaking of, you wanted to discuss <laughs> Suicide Squad. Yes. Take it away, you maniac. Wow. Um, I was in Ocean City, like I told you, I was in Maryland. On the beach. In Maryland. Um, on Not the beach. on the lake. Not on the lake. In the puddle with the treehouse. <laughs> Actually, no, the playhouse. Yeah, my friends. We were in Paul's playhouse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they weren't bees. <laughs> um, no, but um, my friend uh, texted me, he's like, yo, the trailer's out. I'm like, oh, screw the beach. I got to go in. Just watching that trailer, though. Wow, like the Harley Quinn origin story they're going to touch on. I'm not sold on Will Smith being Deadshot still. I think it's just like, I don't know, but um, everything about the trailer was just great. Like, I've only read maybe one comic book of the Suicide Squad, but it's making me want to go out 
and get like the collection and just read about it before the movie comes out. Just seeing what they can do, um, it's going to be very well done. I guess Ben Affleck's going to be in it too because he has that ca he has that cameo. But I just want to see where they go with this Joker because it could be maybe the son of the Joker. It could be maybe Jason Todd is the Joker, or it can just be maybe the Joker is the Joker. I don't know what they're gonna do. I am not sure where you got any of that. I know yep. where he got that where? from. It's, oh, it's yeah. this god awful rumor that's spinning out of Reddit. It is. It is spinning What's out. That? There's um when you watch the trailer, he says I'm gonna hurt you really, really bad. He has a little J under his eye. It could be for Jason, but I don't know. Or it could just be the Joker just put that on himself after he killed Jason Todd. Or the son of the Joker. Um, there was a, a movie, Batman: Son of the Joker. What was it? A Return of the Joker with um, Will Freddy. It's when it was Batman Beyond, and yeah. um, we've he, discussed it on the show yeah, before. Yeah. He kidnapped Jason Todd and he made no, him. It was uh, not Jason Tim Todd. Drake. But, yeah, Tim Drake. Yeah, and then he implanted him into yeah. him. But um, I don't know what they're gonna do. But all I know is um, it's gonna look interesting. I really, I'm really interested to see what they can do with it. Like, before the Suicide Squad came out, I was like, oh, great, Team of Super Villains, what, yeah, fun. But I think they're going to do a good job with it. I'm really hoping this is going to be DC's revival and try to compete with Marvel with some stuff. And it looks pretty well done. You look like you have something to say, Paul. Can I just want to clarify the, uh, what he's done, the rumor from Reddit. Please. What they're saying is, mm -hmm. and they're, they're, they're connecting this to one of the Arkham games, right? Uh, the J. The new one. Yeah. Oh, Arkham Knight, yeah. Have are. you played it? I, I haven't played it all the way, don't... I've, I'm still playing. But you have to know what it is, because... Right? Yeah. You, right. you already know? Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. If you don't want to know who the Arkham Knight is, fast forward right now. The Arkham Knight ends up being Jason Todd. And he has that brand on his face of a J that the Joker did to him when he was torturing him. And now that our fucking cinematic Joker has that same kind of thing on his face, that's where they're going with it, is they think it, Jason Todd is the new Joker. That's what we're going to find out in this movie. Well, you know, the way that Robin costume looks in the Batcave, it's Jason Todd. That would make sense. We don't know that it's Jason Todd's, but what was written on, what was written on that again? Ha -ha. The, the joke's on you, Batman. Ha ha. <laughs> wow, that actually makes sense. But the problem is, that's too on the nose. Especially to put in a trailer. They are not going to ruin that payoff if that's what that is. Well, in the trailer. I mean, what, I mean it, they might not have thought people would connect it like this, though. I'm not that smart. <laughs> yeah, but you just know, read it. People on Reddit are that smart. Are they? See, I've never been there. I, I heard about this. I guess this. I'll have to go to Reddit for some of my rumors. Mm, please be careful on Reddit. Yeah. There's a cesspool of human filth. All I hear is, though, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, and Ben Affleck did sign on for long-term deals for their characters. Well, yeah. I just can't believe so, that like, they would forego the actual Joker for the start of their cinematic universe. That's crazy. I also didn't think we would start with, a, like, a 50-year-old Batman, either. Yeah. He's surprising me, though. Well, I mean, I suppose they could flash back, and then that gives them the chance to cast somebody else as the Joker in the previous Batman movies. Um, they cast Mark Hamill as the Joker. <laughs> oh, how awesome <laughs> um, from what I heard, um, because I guess they're still loving Heath Ledger's Joker, that's why they would go the Jason Todd route, but it doesn't make sense. Because like Heath Ledger would be the Joker, and then Jason Todd would be this Joker. But it So you're saying they're going to try and connect the, they can't. the Nolan I, yeah. movies to this? 
They can't. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't make sense. Especially with the way Rises ended, right? Well, no, he's still alive. The end of Rises. Who Joker? Well, supposedly, yeah. Well, yeah, Joker is, but I mean, uh, Batman. Oh yeah, he's in. Yeah. I mean, I I suppose you could, but I don't know why you would do that. There's Um, no need for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes a lot of characters off the table. Mm-hmm. Though none of those characters have really been mentioned, other than other than Joker, he's. I mean, we don't see Scarecrow or Ra's al Ghul or any of those. Ra's al Ghul died, didn't he? Yeah. Wow. Well, all the Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, touching on base, like if like these were talking about Batman, um, that Batman vs Superman trailer too. Um, I like how they're finally talking about like how someone's got to pay for their actions because like in all these movies we've seen in the past, like my brother and I were talking about this the other night. Um, their city is destruction. Like they didn't repair it. It's and, like in every su- superhero movie we've seen, like the city's repaired, it's all fixed. But now someone's got to pay for their actions, and and it looks like Batman's gonna try to clean it up. And Batman vs Superman will be fighting. And that trail actually brought a lot of light to it. Seeing Jesse Eisenberg finally, which was good to see. Uh, I like that. Uh, Wonder Woman. You see, you see a little glimpse. A little, like, maybe a second of um, Aquaman. You saw him in the trailer. It was That one looks pretty interesting, too. Like, I haven't been excited for the movies in a long time, and these two movies might look are very interesting. Like, Ben Affleck is as bad, but when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, Ben Affleck, great, you got him. But hearing he'll be, like, the Dark Knight Returns Batman, a little bit bigger, a little bit... And Jeremy Irons, I'm going to go out on a limb here, even though I've just seen trailers, I feel like he'll be the best Alfred we've seen yet. Man, I did not feel that way last time. What did I say he looked like? Who? I can't remember exactly how you put it, but he, it wasn't very kind. No, go ahead, please. I, I don't remember. Just he, he doesn't he doesn't look like Alfred. No. That's why I like it. It's a different type he's doing. He's like you, this is an Alfred you'll not recognize. He's gonna be a little harsher. That that's like hey, let's make a Superman movie, but let's put him in a green leotard. <laughs> we'll, we'll name him Jeff, and he'll work at a convenience We're, store. Well, why can't he? No one will recognize him. <laughs> now I, I guess Alfred doesn't have to have a look, but. Uh, he looked like a steampunk Harry Potter. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just like, what? That's Alfred? That's Scar. <laughs> Doesn't this go back to your epiphany, though? The epiphany about... These these aren't our DC characters? Yes, these aren't our DC characters. That That is true. Um, I do find it hard to believe that they would uh, potentially shelve all these years of good material... Um, just to create... It's not like we've had a DC Cinematic Universe. It's not like it's 20 years from now. We had the MCU, and then they have to start over, and they decide to do things a little differently. Okay? I mean, they're, DC's already doing enough differently, but they're kind of shedding years of history. I mean, if this is the Joker son or Jason Todd, all, all of these ideas, it's kind of like... I guess it's exciting to not know where it's going, but I find it hard to believe that they would do that when they haven't even mined this material yet. Right. They haven't really. They, we we all these. Look at all the DC movies, okay? Look at what's come so far, all right? Um, even including Man of Steel, all right? Mm-hmm. Maybe with the Zod storyline a little bit in the Man of Steel, but prior to that, the Batman movies, the original Batman movies, the Superman movies, none of them really follow any storylines from the comics all that much. I mean, a little bit with Bane, but he doesn't really break his back. You know, I mean, he, he injures him really badly, but they, they really don't use those storylines. Marvel's kind of done the opposite, I feel, where they, they've 
pulled elements from a lot of their storylines. They've done them a little differently, but I don't know why DC would jettison all these storylines and ideas, these things that made these characters great before they've even been uh, put on film. If they were put on film in a different version, I'd understand that. But, I mean, look at uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker and Heath Ledger's Joker. Neither one of those two stories, those two movies, follow any particular storyline I've ever read. No, absolutely not. So... That that would be a, I don't know if it would be a bold move. I mean, maybe we're too entrenched in the things that we love, but that would not be the way I would start a, a universe for sure. I agree. No, you're absolutely right. Like um, watching the Marvel movies, like I'm always like, in, like it's basically Batman movies versus Christopher Reeve Superman movies versus Marvel. Marvel like talks about their stories. Like that's what makes the stories good. Like and then with Joker, like we have Jack Nicholson as a gangster, and then um, what was it? Um, Heath Ledger's Joker is just a psych- psychopath. Like it would be nice to see a story. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see that, like, <clears throat> like the Harlequin origin story. They said they picked, we needed a picture of Ace Chemicals, so we might see her origin story in this next one. So like they they're seeing what Marvel's doing. They're like, let's see what they're doing, and because like people love a good storyline, because that's what like one of my Batman the Animated Series, Mad Love, was one of my favorite episodes of that of the show. A good storyline, usually compelled me the characters and follow yeah. along. I feel like they did a better job there than they've done in their movies. Oh, oh, without a doubt. I love Batman the Animated Series. Do we have anything else we want to roll into recommendations? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to do my little uh, demonstration? Oh, I Ooh. almost forgot about that. Take did it you, away, sir. Did you? Okay. We're going to do something a little different. Uh, you guys recall at the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned that I picked up a uh, Google Cardboard VR headset going to do a little demonstration. However, what we're going to do is Paul is going to hit the pause button in a few moments when I'm done talking because I need to get this set up. Uh, once we're going to come back when it's set up and I want you to hear Paul's reactions. Now this will be a little weird because we're not going to play any sound and it's only going to be Paul and I don't know if you're going to want to try it out too. But um, let's just say this, this is going to be interesting. Okay, <laughs> Paul, go ahead and hit the pause button. Okay, we are back. Okay. And I'm about to slide this in here. Okay, and I have the... I had the single... It's not single anymore. It was. Adjust it. Okay. Look around. Wow. <laughs> That's... Holy shit. What do you see? I... Don't really know if I should say what I, I'd like that to happen. Um, oh, hey, there's sound too. I didn't even notice. Oh, I didn't. I thought I turned the sound off. So must have turned off. Wow, that's uh. So, so yeah, that's about what I figured would oh, happen oh. with this kind of technology immediately. Oh. That is amazing. All done. Uh, I think it's about to start playing again. It is about to. So you're all done. <laughs> okay. Is it? Is it, is it what I think it is? Yeah, I'll give you one more. Okay, we're gonna try one more. Yes, that was um are we gonna talk about what I watched or Oh no? yeah, we're gonna talk about what you watched. Okay, we'll discuss that afterwards. I am also it's also being reported that I look like a bug. Is that the idea? Yes. Yeah, you look like Bane's brother Lane. Lane? <laughs> okay. All I gotta tell you about this one is look up near the end. Okay. If I can get this to start. Look up near the end, he says. Okay. Wow, I really feel like I'm drunk right now. Okay, it's off a little bit again, so... 
be slit all the way in there. You good? I can't find the other button. There it is. There we go. Oh, oh, I, I see. Oh, hello. <laughs> we just met. Um. <laughs> Make sure you look up. Okay. Wait for it. Do I want to know what this reaction is? <laughs> uh, did I miss something? I, I mean, I looked up and I was looking here in the face area. <laughs> area. Yeah. Well, just the the three D effect is. What yes. I'm about. Yeah. Fantastic. Alright, you good? I'm, I'm good. Wait, she's just getting started. <laughs> so. Stop. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now, Paul, I'm going to preface what you just saw. I have to get around to my <laughs> side of the table, though. Alright, bear his with face, us. Like as Jack, uh, not yeah. Jack, that's Jack. Yeah. As Hugh goes back around, you got an imprint get to his mic. The I bet I do. I, I'm just thankful that that's all I have an imprint of. <laughs> Now, so, yeah, you take it away. I would like to say that, first of all, this is not the kind of thing I generally go looking around for, but when I got this Google Cardboard, uh, I immediately went to the App Store, downloaded all the games and stuff I could find. I haven't had a chance to really play with it that much, but uh, one of the things I had on there were movie theaters. Like, you can watch, watch your favorite movies and stuff as if you're in a movie theater. So I went looking for virtual reality videos or videos for Google Cardboard. Wouldn't you know it? What's the first thing that pops up? Yeah, the one that you probably showed me. Uh, those things, yeah. Yes. So basically, th there's this big discussion in the technology world that when a new technology comes out, unless it's adopted by the porn industry, it doesn't survive. And that has actually proved itself to be true. So if anybody listens to this, like if your wife listens to it, she gets mad about it, tell her, you know what? Without the porn industry, you wouldn't be playing Angry Birds Friends on your iPhone. That's right. Because the whole reason those technologies survive, and that this is the God's honest truth, when the porn industry grabs a hold of it, that's usually one of the deciding factors that people invest more money in it because they know there's always money in that sector. Now what Paul just watched were um, just some trailers. I'm not spending money on movies or anything like that. Like I said, I ran across it and I was like, okay. They're like 30, 30 second trailers yeah. for virtual reality porn movies um, filmed in uh, like 180 degrees, meaning you can actually look around. Now these are stereoscopic 3D. Uh, and you can actually look around in the movie. So it's meant to... Um, simulate the perspective of the person. I don't want to get into too much detail. I mean, I can use the word porn in front of my 13 year old. She knows what that is. I'm not getting into any more detail on that. No. Just so you know. What's the I know you're, 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 you skew a little older than you actually are, but yeah, I don't know um, what you're talking about. Paul, I'd like you to talk sure. about the technology and, and what you just saw. It's uh, mind-blowing. I'm pausing just in case anyone thinks there's a tongue-in-cheek thing there. Uh, no tongues were in cheeks, just so you know. Um, it's it's actually amazing technology, and like you said, I mean, wow, that's really cool. And you said you got it for like next to nothing, right? Yeah, um, the, you, I mean, you can get uh, Google Cardboards if you make one. You can make it for about seven bucks. The most of the headsets run twenty to thirty. Sometimes you get it for free, like Conan O'Brien ran a big thing. Um, where he, uh, during Comic-Con, he was trying to give them away so people would watch. He, he filmed stuff in 360-degree videos, and he wants people to watch them on the cardboard. So all you need to do is go to his website and sign up for it, and they sent him one for free. That's awesome. So this, this is, here's the thing. This is very affordable technology, and the reason that I brought this specific example here is I could have brought you a 3D movie. We've all seen 3D movies at, at, the, at the theater. 
I could have brought you a, a game, like a first-person game. But, I mean, I even remember putting on goggles for virtual reality games back when there was an arcade at the Destiny mm-hmm. Mall, and it used to be called the Carousel Mall. I don't know if you remember, but it was this ring you stood inside, and you put on this giant headset, and there was a dragon or something. It, it was absolutely awful. But we've done that before. This is something I hadn't seen, and when I saw that, I'm like, this means this technology is going to take off. All this Oculus Rift, Rift stuff and the HTC uh, Vive or Vive, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, it it's really going to go somewhere because the, the adult industry is taking this on full force. And they're like, you know what, this is the future. And I was just like, wow. I mean, I'm a little old for that now, but if I was younger, I would probably be like, this would be the greatest thing in the world. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, really, it was. I don't want to say it's like you're there. You're clearly still wearing a headset, but that that third dimension really adds a lot. It's amazing, like you said, and I mean, I mean, I know you're supposed to be focusing on the action that's happening in it, but I mean, you you find yourself looking around the room, and yeah. it's like you're in the room. Yeah. And I had a hell of a six pack when I was on there, just so you know. <laughs> that was fantastic. Virtual reality does amazing things, Jack. If you'd like to try, you can try. It yeah. And the, the show's done. Okay, thank um, you. But if uh, you're good, I'll be good. But, yeah, and, and I thought, you know, the funny thing is, you know what it reminded me of? Um, I haven't been to the strip club a whole lot, but it, that's what it really kind of felt like, that third dimension. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, 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 the reason that people go to the strip club rather than, you know, watch a movie is because of that third dimension, because, you know, that there is something missing there. That felt like, uh, felt like that. And I was like, I can definitely see people being shut-ins. Um, with their virtual reality headset strapped to them all the time. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to cause problems, <laughs> I'm sure. But that aside, that technology, it excites me, not in that way, uh, but because this is going to do something. We're, we're going to have 3D movies filmed for virtual reality headsets. And I just if they can do this in this short of a time with this little technology, that's a plastic thing and some $2 lenses from a hardware store... I mean, we're on the road to something really cool. Um, yeah, we've got to have some dirty stuff for it to get funded and get started, but three, four years from now, uh, there's going to be some really cool stuff. You're not going to be going to work. You're going to be strapping on a VR headset. Can you imagine that, telecommuting like that, oh strapping on your headset, you're at your desk, you're doing, you're accessing all your things? That would be awesome. Okay, maybe they won't really be there in three years. No, but this still. proves that, that the technology is viable. Without a doubt. That's, I mean, it's extremely viable, obviously. Actually, you know what? Should we let him pause again and let him watch it and just so we can get his reaction on mic? Keep your hands on the table. And we'll be back in a minute. Okay, so I, I, I'm going back alive while uh, Jack's getting strapped into the Google Cardboard situation here. And um, okay. he's rolling. Now, Jack, speak up because you're a little ways away from the mic. Am I closer now? Yes, that's yeah. fine. Oh, hello. Yeah. Look around, Jack. Literally, move your head around, not just your eyes. Oh, my just God, hello. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> um, Talk about it. You just feel like you're you're right there right now. You're about to hit your mic. Yeah, you're, you're about to deep throat your own mic, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It just feels like you're right there. Like, I feel like I'm, like, my hands are getting clammy just thinking about it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Like, it's, could it's you sound any creepier? No, but it just feels so realistic right now. It's just like, wow, the the graphics. Just, yeah, those aren't graphics. That's real that's life. That's real life. Right? Is this the same video repeating? Yes. It yeah. Is. Oh. It's just a preview. Like I said, I'm not. Okay. All right. 
Right. If you. somebody's interested in this kind of stuff, they can uh, find it on their own. I'm not going to. Uh, can I wear these out? <laughs> you would kill yourself. Probably. Like I said, I'm not Thank trying you. to promote it, but this I, I thought this was uh -huh. the most uh, yeah, you got marks on your face. powerful example of what uh, this technology can do that I've seen. Uh, hopefully, we come up with a way to use it to uh, solve world hunger and promote peace and things like that. But or to just watch adult films. That's what I, <laughs> I gotta about, say, so. man, Jack, you sounded super creepy there. I, yeah, I'm not did. trying to sound creepy. Too late. <laughs> Jack's oh, creepy. Man, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. <laughs> you feel like you're right there, though. Well, as long as any people in my family don't listen to this, I think we're good. Well, I think we've been tasteful about it, haven't yes. we? Yes. You know, trying to not... I mean, uh, for God's sake, your mother watched all the seasons of Dexter with you. There were sex scenes in Dexter that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, we just got to the one where he was, um... He was with that other girl who killed the guy, and another person was writing a book about her, and that sex scene was super awkward. And my yeah. gay friend Aiden was sitting there like, yes, 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 finally. Because he was waiting for that. Oh, so she Aiden, watches just, it with your friend Aiden, Aiden, too? Mm, yeah. Wow, that's super inappropriate. But <laughs> okay, I guess I can't get in trouble then. Right? Because yeah, I didn't actually pass. let you see anything. Yeah. Yes. The, you just put that disclaimer out there right now. CPS, the child was not allowed to watch the virtual reality videos. And that's why I made sure everybody said talk about it tastefully. Don't start going, hey, these um, anything yeah. like that. No, I. No. I just wanted your reactions in real time because that was my reaction. I was like, holy crap! You feel? I mean, this has come a long way. Mm -hmm. And it was bookended by the fact that we watched Freddy's Dead last night, and I remember in the theater when you put on the 3D glasses near the end of the movie. Yes. That was cutting-edge 3D for the longest time. So for me, this just was kind of a point-counterpoint kind of thing, or, you know, look how far we've come. Uh, anything else to say to it, Paul? Because I think we've talked about adult films long enough. Yeah, I think I think we've we've touched on it all we can. Well, watch The Nightmare on Elm Street with that. Oh, it'll be great. Man. <laughs> Really? Yes, really. Still tasteful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let, let's go into much more adult-oriented stuff here. Comic book recommendations. Who wants to start? Go for it. Okay. Mine's a little bit different than what I normally go with. Um, I'm recommending this week Thor's number two. <laughs> Thor's plural. <laughs> really? <laughs> you shouldn't have let him watch it either. Why? Because he's thinking about hammers now? No, because he's giggling about Thor's number two. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> number two. <laughs> and I spent five hours in the car with this man. It's sad that I'm more mature than you. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I don't with care. That, I'm proud you have redeemed everything that's happened since you've been on But you said number two. I love it. Sorry, talk about the comic book. Are you reading Thor's? I am not. Okay. What it is, is while we're on Battleworld, Thor, the God of Thunder. Yes. No. He is number two. Well, there's many Thors. They're, they're basically the police force there. Right. And this is a book just about that police force itself. You've, you basically see every Thor that there ever has been. They're all embodied as different characters here. This one is following the ultimate Thor they call him and it's because it's the one from the ultimates um, and it's a murder 
mystery kind of thing. Like they're they're following a homicide, him and his partner who was Beta Ray Bill. And it's it's a pretty novel concept. It's the murders, because there's multiple ones, are all Jane Foster, which you find out at the end of issue one. So it's all the different Jane Fosters that have been mushed together on Battleworld. And they're trying to figure out why. And we only find out it's Jane Foster because Beta Ray Bill goes to see Loki and question Loki about it at the end of issue one. Finds out it's Jane Foster and then gets killed. So issue two is all the fallout of an officer down, basically. They yeah. go through that whole thing. and it's, it's almost like a police procedural. It's really cool. I've never much been much of a Thor guy at all. But with the new developments of me being able to read much more, I thought I'd check this series out. And it's it's just a really cool, interesting take written by Jason Aaron, who's quickly becoming one of my new favorite writers. And uh, it's, it's an interesting use of this patchwork planet. CSI Asgard. Basically. No, I'm just really digging it. I suggest, you, I mean, obviously, if you're going to check out issue two, you might want to pick up issue one as well. <laughs> it makes more sense that way. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's just my thing, and honestly, it's one of the few books I've read so far this week. But it was a real good quick read. Don't expect it to be The Killing Joke. But it's, so it's more CSI Miami than CSI. You're not speaking my language. I don't watch any of those shows. I don't so. anymore either. Okay. But that's it. Thor's number two. That's <laughs> still <so> funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my pick this week is uh, Injustice Gods Among Us, year four, issue 13. That's what I wrote down, sir. Okay, because they, they all kind of run together since it's the fourth year. Uh, it's a weekly uh, digital and then eventually print comic that uh, comes out through DC based on the uh, Netherrealm video game Injustice Gods Among Us. I think I might have talked about it before. Yes. Um, I, truthfully, with all the other stuff technologically and work-wise going on with me this week, that's pretty much the only one of this week's comics I've gotten to so far. Uh, but it, it was a really good book, and that's why I wanted to kind of put the spotlight on that. Uh, which basically, without giving out too much of the story, the fact that they've stretched this concept on for, for four, four years now is mind-blowing. This was supposed to be a video game tie-in. It's now its own beast. And where we stand in the uh, the conflict right now is basically the gods have been called down uh, and Superman has been challenged to a, his side to a fight to the death and we're now seeing Superman uh, take on Hercules and the, the actual gods, not just Hercules from, you know, this is the actual pantheon of gods they, they actually chose um, Wonder Woman as their champion and she had to fight against Superman in, in just the previous issue and she had no choice because she realizes, okay, well, you know, I'm on Superman's side, blah, blah, blah. Oh, shit, that Zeus who says I have to fight Superman to the death. And she's like, I don't have a choice. I have to do it. So we've seen some heavy hitters. Um, Superman versus Wonder Woman. Um, she just about takes him the fuck out. And she's supposed, she's supposed to kill him, but other people come in and jump in. Hercules and Shazam, of course, has the power of gods. We're seeing some really, really big, epic fights that'll never happen in regular comic books. Because there's no way to, to bring these characters together without a, a story like this. I really enjoyed it because it, it gets almost the comic I look forward to the most every single week. It helps that it comes out every week. It also helps that, like I've said before, it's out of continuity so anything can happen. 
and, and lastly, it helps because they're they're swinging big. They're they're. I don't want to say it's um like a fan's dream story or fan fiction. I mean, a little bit maybe because where else are you going to find Superman in a three-way fist fight with Hercules and Shazam? Yeah. Four way and Wonder Woman while Batman's watching on and uh, and Harley Quinn. Interestingly enough. Even though Shazam's on the other side, she keeps saying go Shazzy because she's just completely in love with him. She thinks Shazam's <laughs> awesome. And Green Lantern is like, stop it, he's on the wrong side. And she goes, he's all right sides. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a totally Harley Quinn thing to do. I uh, thought she was in love with Joker. Not in that book. Well, not, I don't even think currently. She's away from Joker. She's her own thing now. Mm -hmm. I think she even realizes that he was abusive and stuff. So. Didn't she like that though? You know, I don't know if women really like that or if they just say they like that, like um, Stockholm Syndrome. Right. That. Going highbrow there. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah, I'm a pretty smart so motherfucker. I'll just dick and fart jokes. I like that doctor. Um, yeah, so uh, Injustice Gods Among Us, Year 4, Issue 13. Uh, if you're going to start this series, start at the beginning. It's easy enough to get. I mean, it, it's obviously collected digitally. Since that's where it releases first, um, I, I enjoy it. They, they, I know they plan on going at least five years. Outstanding. Um, maybe, maybe longer. Hopefully, because it's nice to have a, it's something that's that their hands aren't tied. They can do whatever they want, and I think that's what makes it interesting. But how sad is it? And I think we've mentioned this before that the best thing coming out of DC is a video game tie-in book. Because it still boils down to that's what it is, regardless of how awesome it is. Yeah. That's still what it is. Well, we've talked about the fact that they're turning it around a little. They need to. They, they need to keep them back. I do have to give them also props on the new Doctor Fate. That is a cool series. I have not seen that. That is very good. Check it out. So you so, kind of get a twofer there. Lana. Yeah. You want to redeem yourself? Yes. Okay. She, <clears throat> she's got to pull up uh, her notes. I haven't. I did not go over these notes like I did her other notes, so I have no idea what she's got going. Are there phonetic spellings? Oh, I don't need any phonetic spellings for this one. Well, la ti da No, go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, wait, I just pulled up the catch <laughs> Okay, so, in the first bit of the book, she What is book? What book are we talking oh. about? Even um, though I did reference that we're trying to redeem yourself, some people may be jumping on for the first time. Harley Quinn, Volume 1, Hot in the City. So, in the first bit of the book, she is breaking the fourth wall. It is all about she's in a, a dream state I guess and she's talking about all these artists because each page is a different artist drawing her and she's talking about them and stuff my dad's over here cringing going and stuff mouthing and stuff and stuff. <laughs> Number twos. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. Don't make her laugh. It'll go on for ten minutes. No, that's him. No, I purposely kept that in for the last one just for you. So, that's what the first bit of the book is about. And then, it goes into... Okay, so the Joker blows up her apartment. And she finds out she has this building in Coney Island. It didn't really touch on how she got this building or where she got this building, but it was hers. So 
she moved into there. She got into roller derby. Her and Poison Ivy, um, they broke into an animal pound and released all the animals and brought all the dogs to her building. And her and Poison Ivy end up sleeping in the same bed. No, no sexual relations, just in the same bed. And that was my favorite page because Poison Ivy wakes up, kisses Harley Quinn on the cheek, and says, My cute little psycho. <laughs> and so there's definitely hinting of her and Poison Ivy being together because on another page it says after Poison Ivy helped her get the dogs out she says I'm not sure if I should kiss you or hug you and um, I think Poison Ivy says kisses please so there's definitely something there why do I feel like I'm listening to a comic book review given by William Shannon <laughs> <laughs> but on the next page, we will have up Sorry. So, <laughs> she, after that, she briefly gets back into her therapy career and kidnaps a family that's ignoring their grandmother who has Alzheimer's and they don't actually ignore her. That's just what the grandmother thinks. And... She almost kills them, but doesn't, because she's mad at them. And then, there's this old man, Cyborg. I think he was like, a Civil War, um, I don't know how to put it, droid or something? Half human, half robot? Civil War droid? It was like, from a war. And she helps him kill his enemy, and they couldn't find her name in the book. So, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have had you Wikipedia review first. Wikipedia oh. review? No, wicker wicker. Paul, can you take this? This just might be good for everybody because he's next. This might not be a bad thing to to go over. What how we how we broach reviews? Yes. We didn't get a review. I'm thinking we got a book report. Yeah. Not a bad thing. That's that's definitely the vibe I got. Of it. Definitely better than than last time. Oh, without a I doubt. I need you to sit thought. down with me and teach me how to do this. You have a homework assignment. Okay. There we uh, go. Well, one thing you can look at is you can look at the way we've handled reviews in the past. Now a review isn't necessarily a step-by-step, -step, this is everything that happened in the story, because that's a recap. Now, you can touch on interesting things that, that happened if you think that they're, they're going to be funny to the, the viewers or whatever, but what you want to talk about is the characters and the characterization, um, the writing, how it made you feel about the characters. Those are very broad topics, so let me break it down a little bit. Okay, more. okay. Now that, now that you said that, I can, I can talk break about it. Okay, you, you understand. It, it's, not, yeah. it's, it's not a last time on Harley Quinn, it's like, hey, I want to talk about this book because I really Yeah, liked it. I read this, I liked it, and this is what I liked about it. And that'll, that'll bring other people in to be able to ask questions and make comments on it, whereas when you just state what happened, there's not really any space to start a conversation. Okay, so... I liked the book, and I like Harley Quinn, but I'm not sure what direction they're going to take this in, because Harley Quinn's always been the Joker's um, 
she helped the Joker builds off her so without the Joker I'm not sure what she's gonna build off and I just feel like they're not gonna be able to do a whole lot with this because she was meant for the Joker to build off and stuff. She <laughs> was designed to be the Joker's sidekick. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what we're wondering but is where are we away. going with that when you're trying to shine the spotlight on her? Which may yes. be the entire point of the book. But that was pretty good. Insightful. And rich. Number two. Number two. On the lake. Ooh. In the playhouse. Given the <laughs> Paul's in the playhouse with the VR headset. And the number two. <laughs> That's why you jumped out. Okay. Did you? Okay. You feel good about that? You ready to move on? Yes. Right. Surprisingly enough, Jack isn't grilling her with a million questions, so we're going to let him move on because he, he told us before Mike's went on that he actually partook in a uh, comic book reading experience while he was in Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, long drive, but I read Batman The Long Halloween. Good book. I've read it in the past, but now I've actually read it cover to cover. Um, just the writing was well done. The pictures, it was like a little gritty. Um, black and white pictures. When you first opened it up, one of my favorite things that I liked was you see a girl laying on a bed, bugs coming out of her mouth and then her eyes. Yeah, it that just, always does it for me, too. It's just like so, like, it's just so um, twisted and um, well done. Really good book. Just really good book. Just really good book. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Who uh who drew that? We'll have that next week. Tim Sale. There you go. Who wrote Did it? Did you Google it? No, I just know this because I'm I, I, that I, much of a nerd. You, <laughs> Jeff Loeb. Okay. Actually, one of my favorite writers, by the way. He is the one that did the reinvention on Nova that half of the world hates at this moment. But I loved his run on that. We've we've beaten that one. To die yeah. as well. Jeff Loeb did a, a run of graphic novels, or a mm -hmm. in that the same kind of Halloween, vein. Dark Victory, and what was I think there was a third one, wasn't there? There was. What was it? That one we may come back to on because they I they know. actually kind of tie together too. So I, I might be able to get that for you. You might want to check Please. those out. Thank yes, you. you would enjoy uh, if you really liked the Long Halloween, which oh, I've heard is phenomenal. Oh, it's great. Right. It's fantastic. Yeah. Is, is that the one with the holiday killer? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Now you realize I did that to you on purpose, right? Yeah, of course. I'm used to it. You were grilling her about something earlier. <laughs> she just what had that look of terror. Me about? I don't remember, but it wasn't lunch. I wasn't grilling. Was I grilling? I go for a burger. Me too. Hides. That's not gonna happen. Hides hot dogs. Okay. Those are good. Maybe you can take a number two later. Things are falling apart. Yes. Jack <laughs> happened. Jack happened. <laughs> that one. And then Jack happened. <laughs> I was born on a Thursday. Actually, I think they yeah, combining the ten-year-old with another thirteen-year-old, I there's going to be a lot of squirrels. What? No, squirrels. I I got that reference. I, I feel like Captain America right now. I got that one. It's uh, <laughs> please and light. You're talking away. Oh look, squirrel. Yeah. Oh, that the shiny red ball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was that was good. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Be one of our best singers, yeah. I did my best Steve Rogers. <laughs> so I think we're wrapping up here, folks. It certainly seems like it. So, two things. I'm going to make an announcement <laughs> first before I get into the WTF. Um, I had so much fun in May when we 
did the uh, the little review of my WWE night in Syracuse that I'm doing it again. You're going again. They're coming back in September. Oh boy. And uh, we have ringside seats again, so I will once again take notes and uh, come back with an uh, five-star review, I'm sure. Are you going to try to get on their Twitter again? Yes, I am. I'm certainly. That's that's why. That's like my my guerrilla radio tactic when I go there. I, I I look up ahead of time what their Twitter account is going to be for it, which I think it's always at SYRWWE. Yeah. And I just get obnoxious with them, just because it's that's the only way I can have fun there. So I just want to put it out there before I forget. Uh, do we also want to discuss November, or because we haven't locked it in yet? We want to leave that alone. Yeah, let's leave it alone, especially since I don't know what you're talking about. Batavia. Oh, we briefly talked about that. When? That's November? End of November. Okay. Um, I thought you were just talking about going there. Go- going there as the group, or just going there? Going there. Okay. Probably for the weekend, is what I was thinking. Okay. Um, I've been in touch with our good friend, Sal Otero. He'd actually Ooh, like Sal. to... Yep, he'd like to split a room with us. So it'll be the three of us staying I in a room. I want the half of the bathroom. <laughs> right, with the tape down the middle. <laughs> you stay on your side. Um, what I'm intending for this, and I, now that we're talking about it, I might as well put it out there. There is a comic book convention in Batavia that I noticed. I want to go just because it'll be something different. There's a couple people that I'd like to talk to that may be on their own television show um, about comic books. Might be on after the walking and talking dead. And um, what I'm thinking is we might take this, this shiny new equipment down with us if we're going to have our own room for the weekend and kind of make it our command center and see who we can pull in after the con's over. Ooh. Um, Sal already said he would love to sit in and obviously be sharing a room with us, sit in and do some recording with us. Um, Sal, I, I don't know if this is supposed to be for public consumption, so if I'm blowing up your spot, Sal, I'm sorry. Uh, we discussed it. Sal Otero is thinking about starting his own podcast. So, we do. I'm his first guest. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sal, please. That's all. Um, but I have gotten prior authorization to spend the weekend down there for the show by my wife. Where's Batavia? That sounds like a donut or an ice cream flavor. Batavia. <laughs> you know where Darien Lake is? Yeah, it's, yes. it's by That's Buffalo. where it is. Oh, gotcha. That's See, why couldn't we have done that for Kevin Smith? That was a lot of driving in one night. <laughs> because we both had to work the next I mean, day. I don't want to, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. I almost pooped my pants. <laughs> We've discussed that. I know. <laughs> that was a good time. What number was that? That was number three. No, that was the number two. It was a slippery shit. <laughs> 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 there's one, there's pee, one is pee, two is poop, and three is a slippery shit. <laughs> That's a new classification for me. Never heard that before. Right. But let's wrap this up. <laughs> the WTF file for this week's going to be a little bit different. It's a little somber. I saw it on the news feed, and I couldn't not discuss this. This happened as of this recording a few days ago now I don't know if anyone's seen this but this is coming out of China Um, this happened on July 29th on Wednesday and this happened in Beijing did you hear about this 
think I saw it. <laughs> Should not be laughing. As, as, as we were riding up one at Destiny yesterday, I started telling my wife about it. Yes. Um, basically, this is the, the curious case of the, the carnivorous escalator yeah. in China, in Beijing. Oh, God. I yes. Part of this story. Um, the short version is a young mother, I believe they're saying she was 31 years old, I am not going to try and pronounce her name, I do have it here in the article, was riding up an escalator in a shopping mall, right, in an upscale store, I believe. Yeah. And when she gets to the top, there is a panel at the top of the escalator that apparently gave way, and she was promptly swallowed up by the escalator. Um, in her final moments, she did sacrifice herself to save her child. She had her little boy with her. She, she basically threw him at a person at the top, so he survived, and she disappeared into the inner workings of the escalator. What the fuck? How is this happening? Well, you, you know what a lot of people said that is the reason that something like this happens is China has very lax regulations. Uh, very corrupt. Things like that. As well. Corrupt and lax, and a lot of it has to do with when you have that much population and that much infrastructure and you're not funneling the money back so that things can be done properly, corners are going to be cut. Yes. And what they're saying is there was work done on it earlier that day and they figured that everything was not put back together as it should have been. Um, you can't, I am not posting the video, but... Are you going to show it? I will show it off mic if you want to see it. I wasn't sure if they want to see it. Mm. I have not watched the video, I refuse to because I heard I it's very graphic. I think I want to see it. That Actually, doesn't you know, surprise Paul, me. Paul, I would, I would say, honestly, I would say play it because I don't think it's that graphic. No? No, okay. no. You don't, you don't see any inner... So, I know, that's true. It's, um, but... It's from a, a security cam yes. up high above. And, you know, it takes a second. You kind of wonder what you're looking at. If you can start that and spin it around so these two can see it. I have to find the video now because I didn't have it. There it is. Um, I guess we're going to get everyone's reaction to the video. You don't have to watch if you don't want, Jack. I know, but you should. I actually have not watched the video myself, and I lost my mouse. There we go. So we are going to play it. Um, should I do play-by-play -play of the video as we're doing it? It's only a 30-second video from what I understand. Just play it. Jack, make sure you can see it, because I know the angles are weird. Yeah. You know, if it cues uh, up for us. Yeah, or it might go to a commercial. Who knows? You can big screen it. Thanks, Jack. Okay. Alright, so this footage shows a mother and her son in a mall in central China. Looks like they have play-by-play -play for us. Can you see them coming up the escalator? Yeah, they're there. And as they get off, a metal pedal collapses below them. Yes, there's play-by-play -play in the C CNN version of the video. The mother was able to push the boy to safety. That's good. This footage shows the mother falling into the escalator shaft after this scene. Are they I'm assuming they stopped it there. Nope. 
After an attempt to rescue her, the mother was declared dead. I would assume that's how it's going to happen, yeah. The mall did not respond to CNN's phone calls. All it shows is her getting pulled under. It just Only halfway. No, no, she disappears. No, this, is just, this one she's saying is yeah. we only got to see half. Yeah, I think that was CNN's call. Did yeah. this happen to multiple people? Or was um, it? it has happened numerous times, they're saying. I, I was reading an article about it. This is, happens, this is like a trend in China. Uh, this up. is going to be like the next like Gangnam Style, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and, and so. I thought it was bad when I started the Roddy Piper news segment with uh, it kills me to have to tell. Oh, you that's, that's not nice either. Oh. I did not catch that. Yes. Oh, son of a gun. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, and on that somber note, megabyte bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.